Welcome to Zichur Dafsi Manim Amabrei Ram Goldar, and today we're Zechus Chagiga Daf Test, the first parak Hakol Chayavim. The Zichur Masechta Chagiga program has been generously sponsored by Yenishmas Avram Ber Ben Asher and Yenishmas Tamar Bas May the Neshamas have an Aliyah. So the three topics we're going to focus on. Number one, the next Mishnah states: Mishal Chag Yom Tov Rishon Shal Chag Chogeg Is Kol Regov Yom Tov Achron Shal Chag. One who did not bring the Chagiga on the first Yantav of Sukkot may bring it throughout the Chag and on the last Yantav, referring to Shemini Atzeres. Rashi explains that even though Shemini Atzeres is its own Chag, the Chagiga that is brought is a Tashlumim, a compensation. The Gemara asks, what is the meaning of a Tashlumim? And Rav Yochanan says, Tashlumim Lorishan, a compensation for the first day of the Chag. Rashi explains that the Pasuk says, also, it, which teaches the Torah is making one day the Ikar Chiyuv for bringing the Chagiga, and the other days are a compensation for the first day. But Rav Yoshia says, Tashlumim Zelazeh, each day can be a compensation for any other day. Rashi explains that there's not one day that's the Ikar Chiyuv. Rav Yosheh explains the nafkamina between the two opinions is, Chigar B'Yom Rishon, and Nispasha B'Yom Sheni. One who was lame the first day and became healed on the second day. According to Rabbi Yochanan, since he was not fitting to bring it on the first day, he's not eligible to bring it on the second day. But according to Raboshia, since he's eligible to bring it on the second day, if he failed to do so, he may bring it on the next day as Tashlumi. Pointing to the Mishnah taught that if the Chag passed and one did not bring the Chagiga, he can no longer bring it. And concerning this, the Pasuk states, A crooked thing cannot be straightened and a lack cannot be counted. Barhehe said to Hillel that according to the Mishnah's explanation of the Pasuk, the word lehima nos cannot be counted, should have been lehima los, to be filled. Rather, the Pasuk's referring to zeh, shemanu chaveira bar mitzvah, bohu wanimna imahen. One whose friends counted him in with themselves, with the goal of doing a mitzvah, but he would not be counted with them. Rashi explains that once the mitzvah is done, he has lost the opportunity to have done it with the group. And pointing with three, Barhei said to Hillel, what's the meaning of the Pasuk that states, you will return and see the difference between a tzaddik and a rasha, between one who serves Hashem and one who does not serve him. The Pasuk seems redundant. A tzaddik is someone who serves Hashem and a rasha is someone who does not. He'll answer that the one who serves Hashem and the one who does not serve him are both tzaddik and gemur and completely righteous. But there's no comparison between one who reviews his learning 100 times to one who reviews his learning 101 times. Rush explains that the latter serves Hashem more. When Barhehe asks Hillel, Because he didn't review one more time, he's called one who did not serve Hashem? Hillel answered, yes. And go and learn from the shuk of donkey drivers, a sar parsi bazuza, chad parsi betrezuzi. A standard trip of 10 parses costs one zuz, but a trip of 11 parses costs two zuzim. So once again, the three points are number one. The next Mishnah states, One who did not bring the chagiga on the first yantav of sukkahs may bring it throughout the chag and on the last yantav, referring to Shemini Yatzeres. Rashi explains that even though Shemini Yatzeres is its own chag, the chagiga that is brought is a tashlumim, a compensation. The Gemara asks, what's the meaning of tashlumim? And Rav Yochanan says it means tashlumim lo rishon, a compensation for the first day of the chag. Rashi explains that the Pasuk says, also it, which teaches that the Torah is making one day the Iker for bringing the chagiga, and the other days are a compensation for the first day. But Rabbi Oshia says, tashlumim zelazeh, each day can be a compensation for any other day. Rashi explains that there's not one day that's the Iker Chiyuv. Rabbi Zer explains the nafkamina between the two opinions is, Chigar B'Yom Rishon, B'Nispashe B'Yom Sheni. One who was lame the first day and became healed on the second day. 
According to Rabbi Yochanan, since he was not fitting to bring it on the first day, he's not eligible to bring it on the second day. But according to Rabbi Oshia, since he is eligible to bring it on the second day, if he failed to do so, he may bring it on the next day as Tashumi. Point number two, the Mishnah had taught that if the Chag passed and one did not bring the Chagiga, he can no longer bring it. And concerning this, the Pasuk states, A crooked thing cannot be straightened, and a lack cannot be counted. Barhei, he said to Hillel, that according to the Mishnah's explanation of the Pasuk, the words, Lihimanos, cannot be counted, should have been, Lihimalos, to be filled. Rather, the Pasuk's referring to, Zeshmanu, Chaveira, Bidvar Mitzvah, Nimna Imahem. One whose friends counted him in with themselves with the goal of doing a mitzvah, but he would not be counted with them. Rashi explains that once the mitzvah is done, he has lost the opportunity to have done it with the group. And pointing with the said to Hill, what's the meaning of the Pusik that states, the Shaptim or Isim ben Sadik or Russia, ben Ovid el Hakim, Avadu? You will return and see the difference between a Tzadik and a Russia between one who serves Hashem and one who does not serve him. The Pusik seems redundant. A Tzadik is someone who serves Hashem and a Russia is someone who does not. He'll answer that the one who serves Hashem and the one who does not serve him are both Tzadik and Gamur and completely righteous. But there's no comparison between one who reviews his warning 100 times to one who reviews his warning 101 times. Rush explains that the latter serves Hashem more. When bar asked Hillel, Because he didn't review one more time, he's called one who did not serve Hashem? Hillel answered, Yes. Say Lamad Mishuk Shokhamar and go and learn from the Shuk of donkey drivers, Asar Parsi Bazuza, Khadasar Parsi Betrezuzi. A standard trip of ten parses costs one zoos, but a trip of eleven parses costs two zuzi. Alright, so now we go to a simple dove test, and our standard simon is a teapot, because teapot starts with a t sound, and a test sort of looks like a teapot. So here goes. The lady who showed up a day late for the tea party and tried to compensate for missing it was heavily rebuked by the hostess, who showed her a picture of the ladies who came, whom she could not be counted with, and handed her a sheet with instructions to review the next invitation 101 times. Once again, it's a motion. The lady who showed up a day late for the tea party, tea party, teapot, that must be run off. Tess. The lady who showed up a day late for the tea party and tried to compensate for missing it, which reminds us we have machoks on the meaning of bringing a carbon chagiga as tashlumim. Yochan says it means tashlumim rishon is a compensation for the first day of the chag, but Raboshia says it's tashlumim zelazet. Each day can be a compensation for any other day. The nafkamina between the two opinions is chigabri yom rishon nispashi yom sheni. One who was lame the first day and became healed on the second day. According to Rabbi Yochan, since he was not fitting to bring it on the first day, he's not eligible to bring it on the second day. But according to Raboshia, since he is eligible to bring it on the second day. If he failed to do so, he may bring it on the next day, as Tashlumin. So the lady who showed up a day late for the tea party and tried to compensate for missing it was heavily rebuked by the hostess who showed her a picture of the ladies who came whom she could not be counted with, which reminds us of the Pasuk states, A crooked thing cannot be straightened and a lack cannot be counted, which is referring to one whose friends counted him in with themselves with the goal of doing a mitzvah, but he's not counted with them. Rashi explains that once the mitzvah is done, he has lost the opportunity to have done it with the group. So the lady who showed up a day late for the tea party and tried to compensate for missing it was heavily rebuked by the hostess who showed her a picture of the ladies who came, whom she could not be counted with, and handed her a sheet with instructions to review the next invitation 101 times. Which reminds us the difference between one who serves Hashem and one who does not is one who reviews his learning 101 times versus one who only reviews it 100 times. This is likened to a donkey driver where a standard trip of 10 parses costs one zuz, but a trip of 11 parses costs two zuzim. So once again, the lady who showed up a day late for the tea party and tried to compensate for missing it 
was heavily rebuked by the hostess, who showed her a picture of the ladies who came, whom she could not be counted with, and handed her a sheet with instructions to review the next invitation 101 times. All right, now it's time for four blah blah chazara. Daf hay, so the similar daf hay is hay or a haystack. So here goes. When the farmer tripped over a bale of hay, hey, that must be more than daf hay. When the farmer tripped over a bale of hay and was suddenly taken by the Malachamavis before his time, which reminds us, the Malachamavis can take some before his time. And Rabbi asks, but it's written, Dor Holech, Dor Bab. A generation goes and a generation comes, which implies that each generation has its time before it's replaced. The Malachamavis explained that he takes the Neshamas along with them, which means that they roam the world with him until they have completed the generation. And only then are they delivered to Duma, who's the Malk, the keeper of the dead. When asked what the monk does with the person's remaining years, he answered that if there's a young rabbinical student that's a forgiving person, the years are added onto his life. So, when the farmer tripped over a bale of hay and was suddenly taken by the Malchamavis before his time, he was forced to listen to a recording of every conversation he ever had. Which reminds us, the Pasuk says, Behold, he forms mountains and creates winds, and he recounts to a person what were his words. Rabbi Ua said, Takana Yeshlo, an Ebed whose master tells him what his words were. Is there any remedy for him? So, when the farmer tripped over a bale of hay and was suddenly taken by the Malchamavis before his time, he was forced to listen to a recording of every conversation he ever had, and heard weeping for all the times he could have learned Torah, but had not. Which reminds us, it was Baruch Hu weeps for three types of people every day. Over one who is able to be involved in learning Torah but does not. And over one who is not able to be involved in learning Torah but does. And over a community leader who behaves arrogantly towards the community. So the Sumer Davav is a sword. So here goes. The blind and lame sons who are busy having a toy sword fight. Sword fight? That must be one Davav. The blind and lame sons were busy having a toy sword fight since they were not being mechanach in the mitzvah of Re'iyah, which reminds us, Rabbi Shimon asks, what's the din according to Beishamay for a katan chiger, a lame child who will heal? And what's the din according to Beisham Beisil regarding a katan who is blind who will eventually have his vision restored regarding the chiv to be mechanach them in the mitzvah of Re'iyah? Abai answered, since an adult with these disabilities would not be chayv to go up to the base of Mikdash, one would not be chayv to mechanach the child to go up, even though the child will eventually be healed before becoming an adult. So, the blind and lame sons who were busy having a toy sword fight, since they were not being mechanach in the mitzvah of Re'iyah, while their father spent the minimum shir for his Re'iyah and Chagiga, which reminds us, regarding the minimum shirring for the oldest Re'iyah and Shami Chagiga, Beishamai hold that the oldest Re'iyah has a greater minimum shir, since it's offered completely to Hashem, and there are more olas offered on Shavuos. Beishil hold that the Shami Chagiga has a greater minimum shir, because the Chagiga was brought before Hasinai, and then Hasin brought more shlamim than olas. So, the blind and lame sons were busy having a toy sword fight, since they were not being mechanach in the mitzvah of Re'iyah, while their father spent the minimum shirim for his Re'iyah and Chagiga, overheard him tell the seller he wants an olus Re'iyah, like the one that was offered before Harsina, which reminds us, initially it was thought that Rabbi Shmuel holds that it was the Os Re'iyah that was brought before Matan Torah, not the Os Tamid, for he holds, Klaus Nem Rabbi Sinai, Pratis Moed. The general principles of the mitzvahs were given Harsina, whereas the details of the mitzvahs were taught at the Olmoed. 
It's not tenable that if the old was a tummy, that it was commanded by a Kush Baruch for all generations, originally without Hebshet Minituach, skinning and dismemberment, and only later required Hebshet Minituach, which were taught at the old mode. The Gemara concludes that just as Rabbi Yossi Agli holds that it was the tummy that was offered before Matan Torah, and only afterwards it required Hebshet Minituach, so too Rabbi Shmuel could hold the same, that it was the tummy that was brought before Matan Torah, not an Olos Dav Zayin, so the Simmer Dav Zayin is guns. So here goes. The man who was stopped by armed guards, armed guards, guns, that means we're on Dav Zayin. The man who was stopped by armed guards while on his way to bring another Olas Re'iya, which reminds us there's a Malkoks where Yochan Mishlakish regarding the meeting of Harayon in Loshi'ur. Yochan says Harayon refers to Riyas Panim Ba'azara, appearing in the Azara, and Mishlakish says it means Riyas Panim Ba'karban, appearing in the Azara with a carbon. They disagree only in regards to bringing Olas Re'iya on the days after the first day. Yochan says when the Mishnah listed mitzvahs that have no shiur, it meant Riyas Panim Ba'azara, the English shiur. It's the appearance in the Azara that has no shiur. Hala Karban, Yesh shiur, but bring the carbon does have a shiur, meaning that one is only permitted to bring one Olas Re'iyah. And if you brought more than that, he'd be over on Baltosib. Rish Lakish says, I feel carbon nami in Loshir, that even the carbon has no shiur. And one may bring an Olas Re'iyah every time he enters the Azara. So the man who was stopped by armed guards while on his way to bring another Olas Re'iyah assured them that his carbon was an Ola and not a Chattis nor an Ashim, which reminds Rabbi Yochan challenged Rish Lakish, who holds that one may bring a carbon each time he appears in the base of Mikdash from the Pasuk, Hokirago come in base where Echo, let your foot be rare in your beloved's house, referring to the base of Mikdash. The Gemara answers, Hasim b'chatos v'ashamos. The Pasuk there is referring to Chattis and Ashim offerings, which are brought by one who has sinned. So the man who was stopped by armed guards while on his way to bring another Olas Re'iyah assured them that his carbon was an Ola and not a Chattis nor an Ashim, and showed them his receipt to prove that he paid for it from Ruan. Which reminds us, the Gemara said that the Mishnah implied that the Olas Re'iyah may be brought in Yantav from Meister Shani, which is a problem because the Olas Re'iyah is a Davr Shebechova, a mandatory carbon. And any mandatory carbon doesn't come except from Ruan. The Gemara answers that the Mishnah is Chasri Mixra, and this is what it's actually saying. Olas Nedarim Nedavos B'moed Baos B'yom Tov Enum Baos. Olas that are Nedarim and Nedavos are brought in Chol Mod, but not in Yantav. And the Olas Re'iyah is brought even on Yantav, and when it's brought, it's brought only from Huan, and the Shalmei Simcha may come from Meiser, and the Chagiga, the first Yant of a Pesach, Beishamai say it comes from Huan, and Beishil say it may come from Meiser. Davches, so the Simr Davches is a Chala. So here goes. The wealthy baker, baker, Chala, that must be more on Davches. The wealthy baker used some Meiser Shani monies together with his Huan to buy ten Shalmei Chagigas, which reminds the Bryson Davzan and Beis the Beishil said that the Shalmei Chagiga may come from Meiser Shani. The Gemara how this is so, it's a mandatory offering, and any mandatory offering can only come from Chuan. We'll answer the Beisila referring to Tofa, where one supplements the money used to buy the Shalmei Chagiga with some Maishashani money. There's some Malchogas Amorim regarding how one supplements. Chizkiah says, Tovim Behema Behema, we may supplement an animal brought from Chuan with another animal brought from Maishashani, but not with monies from Maishashani. Chizkiah says, Tovim Behema Behema, we may supplement an animal brought from Chuan with another animal brought from Maishashani. But Yochanan says, Tovim Maus Lamaus, they ain't Tovim Behema Behema. We supplement monies with monies, but not animals with animals. Since each animal is a Chagiga, it should have some Chuan monies mixed in with it. So the wealthy baker used some Maishashani monies together with his Chuan to buy ten Shalmei Chagigas and bake 
baked a lot of challah to be eaten with all the meat of Nadarim and Nadavos. He was going to rejoice with over the chag, which reminds us, it was taught in the Bryce, the Pasuk states, You shall rejoice on your chag to include all kinds of rejoicing with the mitzvah of having simcha on the chag. Yisraelim can fulfill their chiv with the meat of Nadarim, Nadavos, and Mais Mehema, and go on with the meat of Achatas, Ashim Bechor, and Chaz of Ashok. One might have thought that one could also fulfill their chiv with birds and menachos, the Torah therefore states, You shall rejoice on your chag, from that which the chagiga can be brought. So the wealthy baker used some Meister Shani monies together with the schulen to buy ten shalmei chagigas and baked a lot of challah to be eaten with all the meat of Nadarim and Nadavos he was going to rejoice with over the chag, was only able to offer five chagigas on the first day of Yantam. Which reminds us, Ula said in the name of Rish Lakish, if one designated ten animals for his Shalmei Chagiga and he offered five of them on the first day of Yantam, he may go back and offer the remaining five on the second day of the Chag. Or Yochanan says, Kevin Shepasuk Shuveinu Makrit. Once he stopped bringing the animals, he may not bring them anymore, meaning they may not be brought. As Chagigas, Rabbi Abba said, there's no Machlokas. When Rabbi Yochanan said he may not bring them on the second day, he was referring to a case where he didn't specify that they would be offered on the first day. Now, this would be problematic since perhaps he didn't have them in mind initially as Chagigas, and he's assigned to bring a Chagiga on the second day. He would then be over on Baltosif, adding on to a mitzvah. All right, now it's time to conclude the pop quiz of 10 questions plus three bonus questions from previous Mesechas. Number one. Which stuff do we learn that Kush Baruch recounts every conversation a person ever had? That's on Duff. Hey, good. Number two. Which stuff do we learn that the Pasuk, let your foot be rare in your beloved's house, is referring to Chatos Vashamos, not Olos and Shlamim? That's on Duff. Zion. Good. Number three. Which stuff do we have a Machos from Yochan Reboshia on the meaning of Tashlumim, whether it's Tashlumim Lorishon or Tashlumim Zelazah? That's on Duff. Test. Good number four. Which stuff do we have a regarding the minimum shear for the Olas Re'iyah and Chagiga? That's on Dav. Bav. Good number five. Which stuff do we have a Machos whether Horayon Enlo Shear is referring to Rias Panim Bazor or Rias Panim Bakarban? That's on Dav. Zion. Good number six. Which stuff do we learn that one cannot compare one who reviews his learning 101 times to one who only reviews 100 times? That's on Dav. Test. Good. Number seven. Which stuff do we learn? The Malchamavis can take someone before his time. That's on Duff. Hey. Good. Number eight. Which stuff do we learn that Yisrael can fulfill their chiyub of Simcha and the Chag with Nadarim and Nadavos and Kohanim with the meat of Achatzaz Ashem, Bechor, and Chazav Ashok? That's on Duff. Yes. Good. Number nine. Which stuff do we have a regarding how a Shalmei Chagiga can be supplemented from Meister Shein? Yechizkiah says it's with behemas, and Yochan holds with monies. That's on Duff. Yes. Good. And number ten. Which stuff do we learn that one is not chayiv to be mechanach, a lame or blind son in the midst of a re'iyah, since an adult in the same matzah would not be chayiv? That's on Duff. Vav, great. Now the three bonus questions. Number one. Which stuff do you learn that a sukkah, tenth fakim high, with hutzing dangling within it, is a dira serucha? That's on Duff. Dalad and sukkah, good. Number two. Which stuff do we have a five-way malchus regarding how many regalim one must pass to be chayiv in Baal Ta'achir? That's on Duff. Dalad and Rosh Hashanah, good. And number three. Which stuff do we have the story of Nachum Ish Gamzu and the miraculous dirt? That's on Duff. Chafal of Antinus. Excellent. That concludes today's shir. This is Rabbi Ramgol Nazikhu wishing you a great day and great learning.